Welcome to More For Me by yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on? How has your week been? How are things going? Well, I pray that all is well. And if it is not, I pray that it soon would be. I am so honored and glad to have you here with me in the studio this week. Um, if this is your first time, welcome. I don't know how you found us, what brought you along this way, but it is a privilege and an honor. If this is not your first time, welcome back. All the homies on the homie ship doing homie things. We kicking it. All right. So if this is your first time, I would love to uh, explain to you what what is this show all about? Well, more for me is an opportunity for me to share my experiences past and present and explain how and why I'm doing what I do as I journey towards the destination of more that God has for me. But the good news is God doesn't just want more for me. God wants more for each and every one of us. And that includes you. So you've come to the right place to be encouraged, uh, to be motivated, uh, to be resourced, guided, and uh, to be in a healthy community. How do you join the homies on the homie ship? It's pretty simple. Click that button below and that will uh, let you subscribe. No matter how you are uh, taking in <laughs> this uh, content, whether you're uh, on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, subscribe, turn on your notifications. That's how you ensure that every week, uh, whether for your eyes or your ears, that you are right here in step with more for me and the rest of the homies. Appreciate it. What are we getting into today? Well, we're going to keep on chugging along that uh, self, self-awareness, self self-discovery, self-reflection, self, self, self. Sounds real selfish, but we're going to keep on talking about ourselves. And I'm going to start that off by talking about myself. I was thinking about, um, you know how people sometimes like they are drop a nugget of information on you, but it's really like an excuse hey, we're going to have a group outing. We're all going so-and-so and so whatever place, but all of us are getting together. And you got that one person that's normally like, oh, I'm an introvert. I don't do that. No, I don't do, I don't go on outings. You're like what? Wait, everybody's going. What do you mean? Like this is group building, team building. Like it's a requirement for class or whatever have you. But that one person, they're like, no, I'm an introvert. I don't, I don't, I don't do, I don't do group outings. No, I'm not coming. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. But that point of information just wasn't a piece of information. It was an excuse. And one thing that I realized about myself, I've been uh, dabbling with this revelation about myself for a little bit now, uh, but really embracing it is that I utilize that label, that character trait, kind of the same way at, at, at times. And it's really like an excuse. Um, so for as long as I can remember, literally, um, I call myself an introvert. But if you've been around me for any amount of time, like extrovert all day, this girl lady has a lot of energy, love people, chopping it up, just engaging, like go, 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 go. That's what's up. And so at some point I had to ask myself the question like, why do I say I'm an introvert? Not only was I saying or telling people like I'm an introvert, if in, if they inquire, I never use an excuse like I can't go on a group out and I'm an introvert. But if you ask me like, hey, are you an introvert or extrovert? I'm like, oh, I'm introverted. I'm straight. I don't like people. What? Who says that? 
me. Like literally I would say like, hey, I don't like people. And so um, I had to take a minute and truly dive into like, why is this? And it's not just because I one day I said, I don't like people. And it was like, I should figure that out. No, real talk. Uh, because I would say I'm an introvert and I don't like people, but there would be certain in certain settings with certain groups of people or a certain person in my life that I would engage and interact with. And I loved it. Like I loved it, loved it, loved it. It was just such, it was like life-giving and energizing. And I felt good, like all, all good vibes, like just, just great. And so like, how could I have that? But then hardcore be like, I don't like people. Not some people, like all people. I'm straight on all y'all for the most part. But in reality, there's some people that I really love. I love being around them, like hardcore. So uh, psychologists would call it cognitive, cognitive dissonance, right? Now I have an issue because I say this one thing, but then I also say this other, or I feel and experience this other thing. And so really for me, that's what it really came down to in terms of understanding like Am I introvert or extrovert? Now, <laughs> before, before I deep dive it, let's cover some basics, right? Maybe you're not familiar with um, the, the traits or you're like, I don't really like throwing labels on myself. I'm going to just give you a few definitions and let us all get on the same page as I explore and explain like why I call myself an introvert, but like love people, even though I said I don't like people, but have a lot of extrovert tendencies. What does all of this really mean? I'm glad you asked. Thank you for the open door that I walk through and share these definitions with you. All right. So what is an introvert? An introvert, by definition, I asked my homie Google, who hasn't been referenced on the on the episodes in a while, but he's still my homie. So I went to the homie Google and I'm like, what's an introvert? And the definition kicks back is a shy or reticent person. And reticent really means uh, not revealing one's thoughts or feelings readily. So a shy person. I'm going to keep it to myself. Literally. <laughs> Introverts, like, I'm going to keep it to myself. That's my preference. What is an extrovert? The homie Google tells us. An outing. Whoops. Nothing about an outing. It's an outgoing, overtly expressive person. That's what the Google tells me about an extrovert. So some, some traits of an introvert and an extrovert. Uh, introvert, they're more reflective and have a reserved behavior. Uh, as far as traits of an extrovert, a couple of those would be outgoing, talkative, and energetic behavior. Basic level, pretty simple. Now we're on the same page. Well, here's a little bit more information that you don't necessarily need to know, but I feel the need to share. Carl Jung is actually the person that introduced the terms introversion and extroversion to psychology. Um, he believed that everybody had an extroverted side and an introverted side. This definitely is different from the way that we hear and utilize the terms today. For me personally, I believe that I've experienced life in a manner that was basically like, are you introverted or extroverted? No one presented, hey, are you primarily introverted or primarily extroverted? Like what speaks the loudest? It doesn't say you can be both and, it's either or. Hence the reason why I'm like, man, if I'm introverted, I would prefer to be by myself. So I don't like people. But man, I enjoy being around people. I wasn't really uh, acknowledging or in the know that I can be both of these things. Probably should have been, but let's, it is what it is. I wasn't necessarily in the know that I can be both of these things and that they are something that um, is my primary um, at times and or in certain scenarios, but there's a primary and a secondary, if you will. 
Now, whether or not this Carl Jung guy is a Christian, a follower, a believer in Jesus Christ, I don't know for sure. But what he explained aligns what we see in the life of Jesus. Like literally, you see Jesus kicking it with his homies. The disciples basically was his homies. But he had the OG homies, original gangsters, original homies. We, I guess we call them the OHs. The original homies, you had the three that he loved. And that was the, the inner crew, the inner homies, if you will. Um, but he was always in crowds and with people and engaging. Kind of sounds like an extrovert. But then you have Jesus that would often slip away. He was looking for quiet and peace and stillness and solitude to be by himself, really communing with God, like connecting with the Father, the source. So there you have what we would more so describe as a, an introvert. So if if you look at that, you're like, man, Carl, you were on to something. Uh, the Bible also says there's nothing new under the sun. So while he was on to something in terms of giving it terminology for us to use today, it had already been displayed that you can be both of these things. But again, this is not something that I uh, knowingly embraced because it's just like I am this thing or I am the other. So there's this conflict. And I felt so hard in my personal opinion about being one way, the introvert, that I just made uh, like really drastic stand where like I don't like people period. That's a bit harsh and uh, unnecessary, but <laughs> hey, it's something that, I, that I've grown past and I, I now understand. But I have a question for you. What do you consider yourself to be, right? We're just talking about introverts versus extroverts, right? What do you consider yourself to be? Have you ever, like I, waffled between the two? Like today I'm an introvert, tomorrow I'm an extrovert. United States, back though, which one you in? Um, if you have, why have you done that? These are really simple questions, but I believe that it can lead to a breakthrough for you as it did for me if you slow down and seek not only to understand what, but also the why, right? I knew my what, like the I don't like people really was like, there's a subset of people that get on my nerves. They annoy me. They frustrate me. They upset me. They hurt me, right? That's the what, but slow down to then understand the why, what's happening to create these feelings? Um, what was the environment? Who were the people present? Was it a certain type of people or like specifically this person? Like when I'm around Kat, she triggers me. When I'm around Kat, like she upsets me, right? Like is it a specific person or is it just certain things that happen that can make you feel a certain way to put you in a place where you end up like Kat and saying at some point, like I don't like people, I'm straight, I'll just stay by myself. Now, all this to say, Yes, we start with introvert versus extrovert. But this is really, like I said, about self. A little selfish. We're trying to dig in and understand more about ourselves. Um, one of the reasons as we dig into the into ourselves and the why, um, I would say that I'm an introvert, but again, you spend time with me, you realize that extrovert, I have these. I have very high energy most of the time. I love talking like, yep, 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 yep. Um, when I see it in both of my kids, it bothers me. I'm like, man, you guys talk so much. But then I feel sorry for the people who have to listen to me because I'm like, man, I talk <laughs> so much. Side note, my mom told me the other day that even as much as my children were talking, that I still talked more than them when I was their age. Man. 
feel like I should apologize to my mom, my dad, my grandma, my uncle, especially my siblings who used to often tell me to shut up because I talk so much. But <laughs> now that that's out of the way, I'm sorry, guys. Um, wait, what Demi Moore say? Is it Demi Moore? No, Demi Lovato. Baby, I'm sorry, not sorry. Okay, so now we have this breakthrough. Bring it back to the point of understanding who we are and why. But one of the reasons why I lean towards being an introvert and or saying that I was an introvert is because I was attempting to downplay and minimize my person, my personality in an effort to make other people feel more comfortable and or just to reduce the amount of effort and work that I had to put in just to either shield myself from pain and or ridicule um, or to be accepted in that in that realm. It was just too much. So I was like, you know what? You know what I prefer to do? I prefer to just not be around you. So I separate myself and do what I talked about, do the opposite of what we talked about last week, which was tear down walls. I just build them up, build some high walls, some distance of separation between us. You, uh, you keep your distance, stay away from me and I'll be good. That's how you end up rolling too. I don't like people. So that's the why that got me to the what that I already knew because it was something that I act actively uh, verbalized. But my breakthrough was really in beginning to understand who I was and learning to truly see, to see myself and to see people realistically and honestly. One of my prayer requests uh, in 2020, I had three of them, but one of them was I prayed for God to help me see people the way that he sees them. By the end of 2020, I end up with that double blessing. And not only had I begun to see people the way that God sees them, which allowed for me to be more compassionate, empathetic, and to, to, to judge less, um, but I also began to see myself in a different light. Not only um, I began to see myself for who I really was, who I had the potential to become, and how God began to see me. So uh, the breakthrough again for me was learning how to see other people and myself realistically and, and honestly. So not for who I wanted somebody to be, but for who they really were. Not for who I thought I was, but for who I really who I really am. So really beginning to, to see that, then you can also understand and put into place like, you know what, in certain cases, you know, it's not really that I don't like people, it might be certain situations. Um, for where I am now, maybe I can't handle all people or certain situations, right? So really being in tune and aware, uh, listening to myself in the moment and, and uh, in tune with what I need and, and, and who I am and who I'm created to be. So overall, my whole like, I don't like people was really just me uh, speaking a lie, <laughs> then believing the lie, and then living out that lie that I had to had to kind of break that and and uh, if, Tell the truth, shame the devil. So I've been on this journey for some time now, and I think I've made more progress uh, in this, in my most recent season, but I am still working at it and moving ahead, moving forward, and making progress in the journey in terms of understanding, like, who am I? Who am I becoming? Um, and who should I be becoming in the eyes of God? What has he called me to be and, uh, and, and, and seeing other people. And so as I do that, I can be more accepting of who I am and why I am that way. Um, I like to think about everything in optimization, right? So I can optimize scenarios, how I utilize my time, right? So I'm, I've always been thoughtful about who I spend my time with, but um, now it can be even more specific, right? That I may love being around cat 
But the way I feel today, even though I generally love being around cat, now's a moment where I need some alone time, some solitude, and I don't even want to kick it with her right now, right? So really understanding and being able to to be flexible and nimble and and, and adjust as you need based upon, excuse me, all these things that that we've, we've talked about. Now, I believe your personal journey is like anything else. It's very personal to you, but I do want to share some of what I've been doing and I think will help you as you not just uh, seek to answer the question, am I an introvert or an extrovert? I think it's a good question to answer because it, it's, it helps you. Um, it's kind of an easier way to dig into um, who you are, kind of like a little exercise that you can do. But it's really not just about being an introvert or an extrovert. It's about acknowledging who you are, being accepting of who you are now and even who you are becoming and being willing to to do the work and go on that journey to to reach that goal hit that destination of more because you can't really get to the destination of more that God has for you if you don't know who you are or who he called you to be because those things definitely go in into the ingredients of you uh, I went from traveling to baking Sorry, but yeah, there still are going to be ingredients that need to be incorporated <laughs> as you prepare and head along this journey. So how do, how, what, what, is, what does Kat have to say about what, what you can do? I'm going to get right to it. Stop the ramble. Let's get it. Five things. Something about the five. Love that number five. Number one, take time to distinguish the lies from reality. Uh, first step is you have to admit you have a problem. Um, like, what is the lie? My lie? One of my biggest lies was like, I don't like people. That was a lie. I didn't like being around certain people. I didn't like certain environments. I didn't like how certain people made me feel. Th those are, that's, that's the reality. It wasn't that I didn't like people. So as you take time to distinguish from the lies, you begin to um, hopefully observe, see, and understand who you are naturally versus who you pretend to be for convenience or acceptance, right? Nothing like a movie scene or something like that where you see uh, probably tons of movies of your name with this example where the mean kid or the bully in the, the film really isn't a bully. They actually had this other problem and now they mask it by being mean to other people or whatever. Like it happens. Who are you pretending to be for your convenience um, or out of what you deem as necessity or just to be accepted by other people, right? So distinguish the lies from reality, not just about um, who you are, but even the what, like, what are you doing? What are you saying? What lies are you telling yourself? What lies have other people told you that you now believe? Distinguish the lies from reality. Two, discover or rediscover who you are. You don't want to discover who, who you decide to conform to. You really want to know the real you, right? Um, <laughs> This is actually not that deep. I could say that in a much simpler way, right? Um, who are you, not who some who someone has told you to be or, or given you guidance or that you're you're imitating somebody else? Like, no, who is the real you? Like, you know what? I really like walks on the beach. Like, who are you? I really love graffiti. That's who I am. Like, don't know why. For my you guys, my husband, like, and it's strong too. Like, I just love graffiti. I tried to get in a, to let us get graffiti in our garage. <laughs> I was going to pay somebody. I didn't, I didn't find anybody because he was shooting it down with a double barrel shotgun. But like, let's pay somebody to get to put graffiti in our garage. That would be so dope. 
he was not having it, but like, I really, really just love graffiti, but like, and being, being able to understand like, who am I not, you know, Oh, I no, I like graffiti. That's what's up. Um, so, uh, understanding who you really are, not who people, who you pretend to be, but, uh, I'll say that it actually will take some work to peel back the layers to understand who you really are. And it's okay because in some cases you might be discovering for the first time who I am because you may have uh, been pretending and or just living that somebody else has encouraged you versus acknowledging what you want and desire for yourself. And in other cases, you may have rediscovered, you may have to rediscover because maybe you knew and a lot of things have shifted and now you're out of tune. Either way it goes, there's still work to be done. I know for myself, like I just explained earlier um, with the like not liking people there it took time for me to understand that there were certain environments and certain people it comes out as one sentence now but i didn't see all those that all those pieces or moving parts were actually a part of the same puzzle at one point in time so i had to peel back layers to then understand like you know what um this person is always saying like really negative things. And when I get around them, I want to be combative. Hey, I need to not be around this person because that's not who I'm trying to become. And I'm too new <laughs> in trying to be a better version of myself in this area that if I get around them, I'll regress and go backwards. I'm only trying to go forward. So I need to change my interactions with them and or separate myself altogether. But again, peeling back the layers to understand. It's not always going to be right in front of you, but it's definitely worth doing the work to discover who you really are. Number three, explore who God created you to be. You have who I am now, but where are you headed? I would dare say you should be working towards the person that God, to become the person that God has called you to be. It's worth it. It really is. So we can definitely look to scripture as a starting place in terms of like, how do I figure out who God has called me to be? Um, you In scripture, you not only have just different verses throughout the Bible that'll speak to the character of God and uh, what he thought of you and how he created you. So you have this general outlay, but we also have very specific example in Jesus living out um, like the, the, some of the things that, that we can explicitly get from the scripture of, of who God called us to be. So you have example and people in uh, other stories in the Bible, but Jesus, Jesus' life is a is a, a great and perfect example. But then you also look at things about, uh, for example, uh, my financial mind always goes to, right? I am the lender, not the borrower. Like, right, that's about who God calls you to be. Um, that uh, uh, I'm blanking, but you have different uh, things about um, speaking kind, the way you speak to people, the way you treat people, taking care of the uh, the widow, the poor, um, like that type of stuff, right? That's who God called me to be, the heart for God. I'm creating his image. We can keep going and going and going and going, but look to scripture as a place to start. Jesus's life is an example. And most importantly, you got a connection to the creator, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, ask God. There may be something very specific to me, right? God, what are you, what are you going to whisper? Uh, I was going to say sweet nothings, uh, but not from my Lord. Uh, but what are you going to whisper through the Holy Spirit to me um, that is directly about me in terms of who you created me to be? So those are three specific things that you can do in terms of digging into who God created you to be. And they all basically point to ask God. He tells you in his word. He tells you in the example of Jesus. And he'll tell you in your ear if you have the audacity to ask, but be bold and courageous enough to listen. Then you got to obey. Number four, seek to understand what healthy community is and what it looks like practically. 
So this will be different for everybody, but scripture, always my first source, right? It's going to give us a lot of, it does give us a lot of examples of what healthy community uh, looks like from the, the first church to like all throughout when you look at the different uh, stories and crews, like Abraham and his family, like some of the, the, the sharing and taking care of each other that they did. But scripture will give you an example and speaks directly to what a healthy community look like looks like. You can also look to experts, whether in scholars, whether that's through articles or books, their podcasts on topics. And But you, you want to make sure you have credible sources. Bible, that's our credible source. But once you start looking at people, what are other people saying on that? Um, you can definitely um, do that, but make sure you have a, a credible source. When you ask the Google, if that's the second place that you turn after you look to the Bible, if you're asking the Google, don't always just pick the first link. Um, ensure that it's a, a credible source. But I will also say um, you can look at examples like present day uh, that you may see that you think are healthy and kind of understand and view what's going on there. And, or even in the community or the surroundings that you find yourself, like stop and pay attention to how your body, uh, how you literally like physically respond to certain settings and so on, right? There's a certain setting and every time you're there, you tense up, you get nervous, you get your stomach starts to ache and stuff like that. Like your body's saying something like, this ain't good for me. So listen, <laughs> listen to yourself. Number five, Create boundaries. You want to create boundaries that will facilitate you being completely and authentically you. Now, I don't want to confuse boundaries and walls, right? Last week we were tearing down walls. This week I'm saying create boundaries. They're definitely not the same thing. Walls, the goal of walls is to keep things out, but it's everything, not just a certain thing. Boundaries allow for you to, uh, to stay in a certain lane, right? You're driving on a road, the line, the markers are like a boundary. This is where it's safe uh, to, to navigate. You have the double line, like don't cross that on a two lane road. There's oncoming traffic. That's not safe. So boundaries are meant to to protect you, but it's not to keep everything out. Um, quite honestly, as we know, you can't keep all the pain and things away from you because we live in a sinful world. But you can reduce the likelihood of a worst case scenario. I happened to watch for the first time. I think the movie is called Step Brothers. Don't ask me why I was watching it, but uh, <laughs> I watched Step Brothers and Will Ferrell and the other dude whose name I don't remember. And I don't remember their characters' names, but the, the stepbrother was like, hey, they were headed home. He's like, let's not go this way. I have a lot of trouble with some people over here. And, you know, we've gotten into it before. I don't want to go over there. I go around this way. This is the safest way. Will Ferrell's character is like, bogus. That's a longer way. We're not going that way. What's the worst that could happen? We're going straight through here. So the other, the stepbrother basically reluctantly agrees. They go the way that he says not to go. And what happens? The worst case scenario, these elementary school kids give these 40 plus year old men the business. They beat them up real bad, stuff like that. Um, and so uh, <laughs> lesson learned, right? The stepbrother had this boundary. Like, I don't go this way. This isn't healthy. It's not good for me. It's not going to be a good experience. So I stay away from it. Well, Pharaoh's like, what's the worst going to happen? If you walk through a landmine, you get blown up because it's a landmine. There's a greater likelihood of being blown up if you actually walk through a landmine. So you have to be able to create boundaries for yourself. Um, and they can be not that extreme and they can be simple boundaries, right? At some point in time, realizing that, uh, this person always talks negatively, right? I'm trying to speak positive and stay out of that negative place that I tend to go towards, but this person always takes me to that negative place. So what I want to do is I want to either reduce the amount of time that I have with this person 
or just eliminate it altogether so that I no longer have the temptation of of heading down this negative path that I've been trying to avoid as I try to become a better version of myself. So it's just another example for uh, us to look at how you can create boundaries to to try to make sure that you can be completely and authentically yourself, right? I want to be a happy person. So um, that's why I tried, you know, spend less time with you because <laughs> you're so negative and you're always unhappy. Um, and until I'm mature enough to continue to press into who I am without letting you uh, influence me and conform to who you are, I need to make sure that I can, I can, I can have that boundary, but then to authentically be yourself, right? I have a lot of energy for some people like, man, like you, they're just complaining about my energy. Well, you don't need to be around me because right now I have this energy and I'm gonna let it out. It's like gas better out than in. Um, <laughs> so whatever it is, make sure you're creating boundaries, not building walls, but creating boundaries so that you can be who you are called to be and even just who you are, right? We're not perfect. So sometimes it's even in our imperfection that if I can just be this person, you know what? Sometimes sometimes I say the wrong thing and hey, I need to be in an environment where I can be lovingly directed, but still accepted. So those are five things that I believe will help you um, create the environment for you to authentically, so for you to understand who you are, who you're called to be and to grow into that, right? Um, Five, five things that maybe sound simple, but they definitely won't be easy because that's not what this life is about. However, it's something that you can do to continue to dig in and understand like, who am I really? And who has God called me to be? Understand those things. Uh, stop believing a lie. Stop pretending and just be who you are and find the comfort in being unapologetically and authentically you, which is uh, something that I've been saying. I chuckle because I've been saying that for eh, probably about 2020. I'm like, you know what? I refuse to be in environments uh, where I can, I cannot be myself, right? Unapologetically. I am Kat Nicole is who I am. And you know what? <laughs> this ain't for everybody, but uh, I want to be able to accept who I am, but even, um, be willing and bold enough to walk into who I'm becoming uh, and who and that's who God called me to be. So that's all for this week, right? It's a challenge of being true to yourself and not the, uh, the, the self, the version of yourself that you're willing to settle for, but the version of you that God has truly called you to be. So I hope that this was insightful, that maybe something pricked your ears or your heart, and you'll take the time, you'll make the time to dig into uh, the, the the process, the journey of understanding more about you, who you are now and who you are becoming. And not just to understand those things, but to accept them and continue to walk that out. And uh, as always, man, your oh man, hit the mic hard. As always, man, your homie Kat Nicole is right here for you. You can connect with me. Check out the uh, the show notes for a couple ways to connect with me besides every week. Since you've subscribed and turned on your notifications, I'll see you here again next week. But in the meantime, in between time, I would love if you could share this episode with somebody else. Make sure you like it. Uh, you can even do a, a rating and a review um, on the, the, the platform that you are checking this out on. I would greatly appreciate that. It gives the world an opportunity uh, to know that More For Me is out here because it lets all those algorithms and stuff amplify More For Me and say, hey, you should probably check this out. Uh, there's definitely a healthy community of homies that are waiting uh, to embrace more homies. So as always, remember... God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it.
Take care.